Hello, my name is Rob Rossi, and this is Genny Love up with Bob Rossi, and I got a special guest today, Wall Street John, and he will tell you what he no longer has a chair, or he's no longer doing Wall Street, and what is the future of stocks and everything else. Wall Street John, how are you doing today? Doing good with this new uh, sour beer we got here. The Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Brooklyn Lager. Yeah, it's, a, uh, the, it's called uh, Brooklyn Beret Sour. It's a, it's a quiet taste. Not everybody likes sour beer, but once you drink it, you taste it. It's not that bad. It's a good breakfast beer. I yeah. put it with my Bad-air cereal sour. in the morning. Is, is, you put it with your cereal? That's an outrage. Better than years ago with the cocaine and the cereal. Oh, the Ooh, that's so, so what's, what's your take? You walked on Wall Street. How, how do you like Wall Street back in the days? When it was a street, it yeah. was good. Yeah. What, what were you doing? It was good. I'll never forget my first week on the job. I had to use the facilities, and I went downstairs to the restroom on seventh floor. We worked on eight. Yeah. And I came out after I used the facilities, and I thought I was going to die. They cornered me, all these gold and silver guys, and said, "This you only do cocaine in this bathroom. You can't do it. And I, I apologized. That again, I had to like sign an affidavit, and I never shot there again. Oh my God. Um. Have you seen the? Have you seen the movie, the TV show Black Monday? It is. Oh, that's great, it Don is Cheadle, fucking that's, Don that's how it was. Do you see? He fucking got the, they set the guy up because he that's was marrying a girl from actually. It was, I think the fake company is Jordache that they talk about that he wanted to buy like, and you can only buy it if you got one of the relatives, and he yeah. went and. He found a money mark. The guy broke up. He found a money mark and he got it. Then he gave him a he gave him a job. All right, you, are you coming back to work tomorrow? But I still want your car. He had yeah, the fucking yeah, limousine uh-huh. that was a fucking um, Lamborghini. Lamborghini fucking great. Right. Fucking, which, which, when the, you think that's him that jumped out of the window? Oh, that is him. That's if you notice how it started. It starts the no, no, year no, before Black Monday. Yeah. But so you think it's him or is the guy didn't marry the girl? Maybe it's the kid. It's the, probably him. Because the kid wanted that his he wanted that kid's pin, and that kid had that the person that jumped had their pin and had the watch. If you see, they showed him part of the closing. He had the watch. Yeah, I got in. That was in the very beginning. Yeah, the right? very, the you see it, yeah, yeah. If you see it, you got to look at it. It's very interesting. So, um, you got any scandalous story like on the floor where you guys were trading? Well, when I was in college, I used to drive a limousine for these guys, and yeah. I had. An African American guy. I was his boy. Oh yeah. And what you're seeing on this Showtime is all true. Maybe they're covering some stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, that looked real to me. Like all the guys would come. He was. Who, who was the interview for? Gordon Sass, I think, in the beginning. Well, it's like a schmuck on wheels. Yeah. That guy with the mustache. Yeah, that was great. That was great. He takes him around. He said, "Oh, I got this amarillum, and it's going to fix everything." And he was up to 150000 in the last minute. He lost everything. Boom, it dropped. He was right. It just didn't happen for another 30 years, <laughs> which was the end of Wall Street. But, yeah. But there's still people. What do you, you think people should do in the future for the market? Like, there's still people going to events. I always say to people, if, they, if you're going to events, buy, buy what you know. Like me, I bought shares at WWF for, like, $10. Now the thing's up to $75. You got to pick your poison. So, you know, I, buy, I buy stuff that I know. If you, I, think, I think if you buy what you know and you can afford it, you can put a pretty good portfolio because stuff is not going to drop or go up, but they, you can buy stuff that are steady. 
And some of the best tips you won't get from any uh, investment advice or anything. You'll get it from the guy in the bar. Yeah. Or my friend once on a ski lift chair was riding with this guy. He overheard him talk. He put 10000 in it. He made like 100000 This is years ago. Yeah, I also bought that AMD and it's still doing pretty good. That's on fire today. That's almost 24 today. Thing, yeah, it started when I bought it. It was like something like $3 for the 100 something 20 So I bought like 100 shares of that. Um, it's very interesting how the market's doing. The market right now is actually not that bad, you know? It's coming back. It's coming back. It's coming back. Actually, you know what? The economy is a little bit better now than it's been in a while. That's probably, that's probably a made-up economy, but people are actually putting money into a lot of shit, which is incredible. Like, if you walk around New York, how many construction are they doing? How many buildings? It's construction everywhere now. It's crazy. It's crazy. And if it's not construction, they're breaking up the floor and doing construction. They're breaking up... I think the, 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 the street on 7th Street was taken, put together more than 20 times this season. I don't know what the hell they put it in there. Spend the money, yeah. Um, what, what, what other advice you got for the future? What do you think about this market now? Sell every rally. You really think so? Yeah. I don't think so. Everyone, when everyone tells you it's going one direction, it goes the other direction. I think I think it'll be fine for I think it'll be fine for I think it'll be fine until 2020. Once you find out who's the president for 2020, that shit will go either high, and that will go by the next election, you're going to know. And, but, and if it crashes, then you know what's happening. Um, what other stuff will you do? Are you were a driver, you worked at Wall Street. Uh, you got any good um, other limousine driving story? Yeah, I know you got a few good ones. That's what you think it. Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, well, you used to drive around this. Back in the day, driving the city. God, a long time ago, pop the car, give the, give the doorman at Studio 54 the keys to the limo. Think about that in today's world. Give it a hang out. I get right in there with my client and just have a blast. And, you know, you do that now, the car's gone. Oh, yeah, the car's gone. Um, do you ever drive any famous people? I will not I once had a Rick James try to rape a beautiful Caucasian woman in my car. Rick James? I had to break it up. Yeah, I was I was at this club called Visage. Yeah. For every all time is in a city. It was on uh, 52nd between 10th and 11th, and it had an ice skate rink in the club and uh, uh, the big ass the circus. Uh, High wire act. Oh, high wire, yeah, all right. For the performers, but I, I was taking a leak in the bathroom. He was next to me. I was pressed against the urinal. He was about three feet back. And he's like, you're free? So I'm like, yeah, I'll give you wherever you want to go. So he got in with this girl and just said drive. So I, when, I, when someone tells me that, I just go slow around the block. I don't go anywhere. And when she started to get a little squirmy, I had to say ride's over. But all in all, it was, this is in the early 80s, it was $40 to go around the block. So it was worth it. $40 to go around the block. Do you ever have any, like, sports favorite, like Yankees or anything like that? I used to drive around uh, Whitey Ford and Mickey.
Mickey Mantle and Mickey Mantle's driver was drunk. Oh, how was that? They worked for the brokerage house I drove for. It was great. Waiting for the top-notch gentleman. Class act. Always came across again with a 40. Oh, yeah? 40. Now, he's one of the few people that tip. Mickey Mantle was cool and have any problems with him. One guy used to always have problems with fight with all the time was Roger Bear. Oh, yeah? He was a mean drunk. Kind of like an old friend of mine. In about 20, 25 days. Oh, my God. But he, uh, he used to take the decanters, break them in the car. I thought he was like, oh, hey, break anything you want. I don't care. Oh, man. That's when he was sober, he was a great guy. Kind of like some other people I know. <laughs> how much so, how much cocaine was in Wall Street back in the day? Like when people like you talk about the bathroom, the bathroom that didn't tell To get back to my driving before I had the job on the street when I was driving. My first thing in the morning I drove around this Don Cheaty like fellow was to go to the Dollar Cafe, which is now the Iron Horse. Oh yeah. And pick up an eight ball every day before I start at work and give it to him. Oh my god. For that I get like usually a fifty or a hundred filled with blowers. <laughs> so you were having to go pick up before you and then go around the corner on John Street and start the client. Oh my god. Now the office is condos like the rest of Lower Manhattan Wall Street. How do you start it? You know, how do you start at Wall Street anyway? Since you were a driver, how did you start at Wall Street? Well, that gave me inspiration. My sister's best friend's husband worked down there. So back then, a job, and you want a job, you want to work, and this and that, you had a job. And if you didn't prove yourself, they got rid of you. But everyone got you love going to work. Do you have a CBA? You didn't need anything if you worked on the floor. You oh, you did? They changed that years later, but we were grandfathered in it. Oh, so you just went in there, you did what you had to do. There, I was some of the most famous guys with the most money were ex-mailmen, garbage men, police officers. They just knew people. They quit and got a job, and the rest is history. Now you need a three-time NBA geek who could design an algorithm. Yeah, that can try to make it, figure it out. And there's no way to figure it out because human being is human being. They're going to do what they're going to do. Back then you got robbed by humans. Now you're getting robbed by the algorithm. Yes. You're still getting robbed. They got Whether you know it or not. They got that in Vegas. You know that? The other machine is the algorithm that tells the machines when to let people win. Yeah, yeah. In Vegas they have that. And the people don't believe that. you. So you got to play and you got to be like... You know, it's gotta you, be your turn. Yeah, because because the uh, machine, the machine knows. I mean, it's amazing how this thing in in Atlantic City, in Vegas, is no. You know that. I like the story you ever told me that one of your friends took one of your friends' room and went to Atlantic City and they know who you are. And he got the phone call. How did, what, what happened there? Well, I'll give you a little interesting story. That was my boy, Joey. He had a, we had a friend, Harry, who worked on Wall Street. And Harry used to play $50,000 an hour in slots. So Harry got whatever he wanted. 
One week and Harry couldn't go, so he said to Joey, take my room. So Joey took the room. Joey had a good time there. On the way up, Joey was bringing two hookers up to the suite. And in the elevator, the price doubled or tripled on one of them. So he left her in the elevator and he brought the other one in. Then the house phone rings about 20 seconds later. And granted, it was Harry's room, but the phone calls like Joey, you know, and his last name, how you doing? And he's like, okay, good. And he hears walkie talkies in the hallway. He shoves the other hooker in the closet. And he's like, are you in the hallway? Like, yeah, can we come in? He lets him in. He goes, you got another girl here? This is 30 years ago. Wow. He goes, yeah, I got another girl. Where is she? In the closet. They open the closet. They ask her if she's all right. She said yes. They go, the reason we're concerned is be careful what you do. Normally, when this happens, we're calling the medical examiner in the morning. My friend Joey said, I wasn't going to kill her. They go, no, you were going to be the dead person. Oh, shit. So was it the girl that left or the girl you had in the room? No, he said in general, when they come two at a time, that's what happens. Oh, now, shit. Joey asked, can I ask you one question? And they're like, yeah, anything you want. How do you know my name? They're like six hours ago, table 52, seat four. You paid an average of $37 a hand for five hours. Holy shit. <laughs> Facial recognition, baby. And that's 30 years ago. Imagine what they have now. Now they, they could see what kind of, when you pick your nose, what kind of snot it is. Oh, my God. That's, that's fucking crazy. That's pretty interesting. Again, um, the good old days. The good, but it's not like that. Well, how many people are on the floor now? Like 30 almost? It's no, no, where I work, no more floor. The commodity, um, the, uh, commodity floor, no more. It's for rent if anyone needs a party or a bar mitzvah or a wedding. <laughs> you know what I do, stock? I do it myself. I do the um, Robin Hood app, and it's pretty good. And I have taken money, put money in. I've been charged, so... It's not bad. It's, a, it's, it's things you buy, you put money, and, and you can trade and buy yourself. You can get a credit card. It's like another bank account, but you trade, you make money. It's very, um, it's very, you know, it's very easy to use. The only thing they don't really want people that are professional, like they don't want people that are like actual trader, trader, do it. They want it like the average Joe, you know, because they don't want you, they don't want some guy going in there, putting like a million dollars, then putting it one and then leaving, you know. It's a good way for the average investor or someone who's a little disbelief to try his hand at it yeah. for, little, for what he can afford. Yeah, but well, you, you can put, like, I started with $100, and $100, I made it close to $3,000, so it's something that you can make it work. But I bought I bought very different stocks. Like bought, I bought like the WWF stock for very cheap. I bought the AMW the AMD stock very cheap. I got a little bit of General uh, GM and I bought some other stuff. And the G the General Electric is doing terrible, but I it's still doing better than average because I bought it for very cheap. I bought it for five bucks. It might be up to sixteen or whatever. The last time I saw it, it was dropping. Cause it's very, it goes up and up. I didn't buy a lot of stock. I just bought like five stock just to feed it out. I didn't like it. I sold it. I got more AMD. Uh, I mean, you gotta play with what you can play with. Yeah. Everyone's different. Everyone's got their comfort levels, and that's it's for everybody yeah. as long as you're within your means. Yeah. Uh, and then you put whatever you want. Like I, I got the thing transferring twenty dollars a week. You know, just to, just to keep it there and make sure what I'm doing. But Robinhood's definitely an easier, 
easy thing to use if you ever use it um if you, you if you want to buy it, you want to do it yourself and there's no broker fees it's pretty much you going out there and picking the stock put in the money you pick the stock you want you buy it, you let it grow and and the, the best thing about it, I, I forget that I put in there, and the next thing I go, I got like a nice little uh, nest egg, which is not bad, you know, for that rainy day. It always rains. It always rains. It's like it's, it's not always in sunny in Philadelphia, you know? <laughs> By the way, that's a great show. You ever see It's Always Sunny in uh, Philadelphia? I never really watched that. Danny DeVito is... Without question, he's fucking great. He is great. So, Chris, man, thank you for your time. Thank you for your interview. Oh, oh, Joey, Joey. Joey. Thank you for thank you for the interview, and thank you for coming. With getting lumped up with Rob Rossi, and remember, drive home safe. No, fuck that. Don't get drunk. Get lumped up. That was. That was pretty good.